Rup, rup, rup. No. Hey, hey. Guess who's back in D.C.? President Trump. <laughs> that man's going to jail. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Calvin literally sent me a Snapchat. He said, President Trump got indicted. <laughs> he got indicted. <gasps> that's what that's what he posted on like Twitter or something. Oh, that I've, he got indicted. I've literally not been on anything in the past few days. Well, which brings me to my point, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. The gag order's been lifted. I can talk about my trial. Is this confirmed? Can you actually? Yeah, I, okay. I, I like physically said it yesterday. Okay. I was like, oh, so I can talk about it now? <laughs> but okay. I didn't say on what. But um, yeah, I was a paralegal in Memphis, Tennessee. Whoa. Y'all, we just had pizza before this. That was the worst idea ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Papa John's guy calls. He goes, hey, this is Papa John. Will you meet me by the door, please? I said, I'm coming right out. Um, but yeah, I was a paralegal on the Memphis trial of the United States versus Jeffrey Young. Um, do yourself a favor, please go to YouTube right now. Look up the rock doc, R O C D O C and watch this man's 10 minute, um, pilot episode of his failed reality TV show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> This case, this was my very first trial. It was absolutely bonkers, wild, crazy, cuckoo, off the rails. Um, basically, he was indicted with 15 charges. Charged, ooh, see, there we go. There's that Dr. Pepper. Uh, char not to bore you with the details, but I gotta get into it. Charge one was conspiracy to distribute controlled substances. Charges two through seven, I believe was um prescribing controlled substances to a pregnant woman and then i think 8 through 15 was prescribing to undercover agents and yeah it was just crazy um i've been having to look through this man's text messages for like the past few months and they're absolutely disgusting um yours wasn't the only one wow yeah my plane was weird today but um yeah, some really crazy stuff that I had to read. Um, I've seen plenty of boobies. I've seen plenty of cooters, plenty of wieners, as uh, our friend Jeff would say, his curves in a special way. That is a real thing that I had to read. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, just wow. And it, one of the craziest things for me was when we were doing the closing arguments yesterday, he literally... Like, somebody texted him and was like, hey, so-and-so's blah, blah, blah. Somebody died in the family and such-and-such such is all torn up. Can can you, like, give her Xanax to help her calm down? And he was like, no, it would harm the baby because she was pregnant. And literally on that exact same day, he had prescribed this woman Xanax. And oh. she's, like, seven months pregnant. Crazy. And then the defenses, the whole thing was so funny because on opening <laughs> remarks... This man gets in front of the jury and goes, he was a broken man. He went through a divorce and that broke him. 
okay, so just because I'm getting a divorce, I can go out and murder everybody and that's my excuse? Mm-hmm. Like, girl, no. You knew what you were doing. But crazy, crazy, crazy. crazy. Uh, What was the other one I was going to say? <clears throat> I don't remember. This... Okay. Yeah, it was just bonkers. Crazy. So we found him guilty on all 15 counts. So sentencing's in August. So we'll see how long he gets. He is looking at about 40 years at the least. And that's just for prescribing to a pregnant woman so interesting let's go legal system yeah the judicial branch Uh, the judicial branch but um (coughs) gabby while i was gone you sure were watching lots of movies well i took it upon myself to um i don't know just like sit down and watch movies instead of like aimlessly watch tv shows that i pay half attention to not that i paid much attention to the movies either but i just wanted like silly goofy movies so i watched um what did i watch let's pull up the letterboxd which you should follow me on at curly fit while you're pulling that up i remembered my story so this man's ex-wife showed up right and we leave the court because they're about to give the jury the instructions to deliberate and she comes up to me i'm one of the other paralegals she's like yeah they always blame it on the wife don't they she goes hi i'm the ex-wife and i literally was so caught off guard i laughed in her face i was just like "Uh, (laughs) okay girl you're crazy okay so from where excuse me the last you had excused the last y'all had heard i had been in the middle of watching the hunger games which i finished then i watched blue valentine because i had always heard that it was like emotional yeah that one's on my list it was was whatever like didn't feel like that deep um like i because i've seen like like the pictures of it are like tumblr famous like everyone's like isn't that with ryan gosling and uh doodlebop yeah but it was like, okay, moving on. It's it's no La La Land, okay? Yeah. Um, Hard to beat. Then I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye, which <laughs> Tammy Faye did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. Bring her back from death. We need her again. It's yeah. her time. Yeah, Jessica Chastain, incredible, incredible. When I went to go see that in theaters last year by myself, oopsie, sorry, Yebby. Um, I was the youngest person there. It was only old people in the audience, but I had a great old time. Love that movie. And then on the 27th of March, which was a Monday, I was deep cleaning the house and I watched one, oops, one, two, three, four, five, six movies. Lord. Starting with Swiss Army Man, which I had not watched before, but I, I love the Daniels mm-hmm. and I was like, let me just put it on. Daniel Radcliffe. And, uh, yeah, yeah, multiple Daniels multiple involved Daniels. in this movie. And it was pretty good. I gave it a three and a half. Just because, um, I think it was my own fault. I wasn't paying so much attention because I was cleaning. But every time I would turn around, I'd be like, what is going <laughs> on? The ending was definitely It's crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, then I watched Knocked Up, which I gave three uh, stars. Uh, it was good. It was a Did good you one. cry? No. Okay, maybe I'm 
depressed. Depressed. Yeah. Because that made me cry my Then I out. watched <laughs> probably the worst movie ever, Hall Pass. <laughs> We're going to get the, into more detail yeah. in a second because I absolutely hate that movie yeah. with a burning deep passion. Then I watched I Love You Man, which I loved. I loved. I, now me I and loved. I told Kelly that I watched it the other day, and now we constantly look at each other and we go, slap in the bass. <laughs> <laughs> so, thanks, Kelly. Um, then I watched This Is The End. I love Which I that also movie. love. I didn't realize that they play themselves. Yeah. I, hadn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. And that was pretty good. I love Michael Sarah being a coke <laughs> addict immediately dies yeah <laughs> and then i watch um accepted with our boy jake justin long <laughs> which not that i didn't like it i just didn't think it was all that so i gave it a two star yeah and actually funnily enough i texted gabby i was like um ex- you didn't like accepted and then i was like girl that almost made my top 10 of 2022 yeah, i don't know what like, the hell you're saying i don't know I really liked that movie. I don't, I can't explain it. It just, it hit it for me, really. And then lastly, this was on the day after, but I watched Licorice Pizza, which, yeah, was torture to watch. Crickets. Torture to watch. Yeah. It felt like my skin was being ripped off. My toenails were being pulled out. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of, like, movies that, I mean, it, it really depends. But movies where they don't really have a plot and it just is going. Well, and you mean, don't really know where it's going. It wasn't even, going. like, the story that bothered me. It was, one, the, obviously, like, the, the relationship. Oh, the, ra- the racism. Oh, God, I forgot the about the age gap. Oh the my God. extreme age gap of the relationship. And all of that for him to just be freaking ugly. Like, yeah. the dude was, he like, had the kid, nothing going the for kid him. had greasy ginger hair acne everywhere which i have acne so i can't even judge the guy but like he's not even a good looking kid and it's like i'm gonna put my life and risk my life for this yeah boy who ew gross i went and saw that in theaters with my mom and it was just like weird because people were laughing at like the extremely (laughs) racist like asian accents and everything like that and we're just sitting there like what is going on i literally just made like the most confused face i was like how much longer do i have oh it's only been 20 minutes yeah and finally i watched the big sick which (laughs) i love that movie and then at the end when i saw that it was like his true story i said shut up you did not know in the credits it plays a childhood classic of mine Um, My Love by the Bird and the Bee. Okay. Such a good song. Well, yeah. Gave that a big four star and a heart on Letterboxd. And I did start Beautiful Boy, but I, it was like a day after work and I fell asleep and I just haven't had the time to continue. That movie hurts. I bet. That's why I was like, it's okay. Let me just take this, take this on another day. Beautiful Boy by John Lennon. Beautiful, beautiful. Is a song that just, that one. Another childhood classic. Another fact about me, I don't give a crap about the Beatles. Mm, yeah. Ever. Unfortunately, I was raised on the Beatles, and yeah, we did have the John Lennon album. Um, yeah, we won't say the name of that album. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> so I was, I was raised on them. But anyways, with all the movies that Gabby watched, um, well, actually, backtrack. So, yeah, I was in trial this whole past week, 
and I literally was dying. If you know me, I'm a grandma. My bedtime is like 9.30, 10, and there would be times that I wasn't going to bed until like midnight because one of the attorneys I was working with, love him, he's a great guy, but my lord, the man has no time management and would ask us to do stuff at like 10 o'clock at night. So I would just literally get home from court, take a shower, eat a frozen dinner, and go straight to bed. So when I tell you I had no time, didn't even watch a TV show, didn't even watch a movie, I watched No like, drivers dive into dives? Okay. That's like the, the hotel show. Mm-mm. I just, I'd maybe watch a YouTube video and go straight to bed. I was exhausted. So I was like, oh, well, Gabby, you've watched a whole bunch of movies that I've seen before, so we can just talk about that. But then I saw that she had watched Hall Pass, and that got my brain thinking. I literally only watched Hall Pass 2 because Kelly mentioned it at work. I think because they thought that Jason Sudeikis was Ed Helms because we were talking about the. Uh... I could see that mistake being <laughs> made. Because we were talking about we were talking about uh, the the Wensler song from the Lorax. How bad can I be? Because we went to go see uh, that show that I mentioned a couple. Of, uh, I think it was last last podcast. Yeah. Uh, we went to go see it, and at the end, their uh, bow bow song was that song. And so then we were talking about it at work, and then I'm like, who plays the Wensler again? And we remembered it was Ed Helms. And then Kelly said something about him being in uh, Hall Pass, but no, Ed Helms is not no. in Hall Pass. That's Jason Sudeikis. I think the thing that made me watch that movie is I was just like scrolling through HBO, and occasionally I'll just like go straight to the comedy section because I just need something mindless to watch, and I'll pop on a little comedy. And I saw I had Owen Wilson, didn't know anything about it. I was like, sure, why not? And then I watched it, and I was like, this is just horrible. It's yeah, bad. It's pretty bad. So I really wanted to talk about <laughs> specifically, like, really sexist. The Okay, it's pretty much called, like, the raunchy comedies of the early 2000s yeah. is, like, the name I'd say for it. This was just, like, a time where, like, buddy comedies, where they're, like, going after a girl, and that's her only personality trait. Like, these things ran rampant mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler had it by the Oh, point. Adam Sandler was the forefront, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And actually, a movie that I was going to talk about, but then I was like, well, I mean, it definitely has sexist elements to it, but the main theme around it is really just homophobia is I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. Which I also have not seen. Good God, don't even waste your time. That's terrible. They drop the F slur like 20,000 times. It, it It's just bad. Mm. So bad. Mm-hmm. So, um, in my very limited free time, I actually did a little bit of research. Um, thank you, University of Florida, for requiring me to do research classes. Mm-hmm. But I'll give you my sources. So I used The New Feminist, Why the 2000s Was a Sexist Wasteland, The Mud Mag, The Lifeline of the Stereotypical Teenage Female 2000s Teen Flicks, Glamour Magazine's Headless Women in Hollywood Posters, TheBlemish.com's Whatever Happened to Raunchy Sex Comedies, and Tropics of Meta, the dark underbelly of the bromance Judd Apatow's problematic female film characters. Uh, Oh, Judd Apatow. You know it's a Judd Apatow movie, but it can't be a Judd... 
be a Judd Apatow movie without his kids in it. So. Or his wife. <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll be sure to put all the links to these articles in the description for your general perusing. Ooh, Ooh. excuse me. But so let's get started. So not the notepad. Oh, I got the notepad out right now. I was scribbling these notes. Literally, I think I had 20 minutes before I had to, like, meet everybody downstairs, and I was sitting there like, oh, I gotta write this, I gotta write this. So, as you all know, in the 1980s, something happened. Um. Okay, Gabby doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Women started entering the workplace. Oh. Feminism was at an all-time high. The second generation of feminism? Second wave. So, by the time the 2000s rolled around, women have got it all. They got their jobs. They got, they got girl power. They got all that. Slay, girl, boss. Slay. Yeah. Yeah. So. I keep quoting that and no one understands. I don't know what that is. It's that video of Pedro Pascal and he's like, and it's slay. I'm yas. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> but, um, so, post-feminism became a big word here because people are like, all right, you girls got it all. Like, what more do you want? Get out of here. You got what you wanted. Stop. Mm-hmm. So, this was the typical female portrayal in the early 2000s. We have strict feminine mor- norms. And the ultimate goal of a lot of female characters in media that we see from this time is just to fall in love with a man. Yep. Yeah. All the rom-coms everything even if it's a goofy looking ass <laughs> yeah dude yeah um so these women are often white they're feminine and their story is centered around finding a man and that's it it was really common in this time for women in the media to distance themselves from the word feminism and actually one of the articles i read kind of surprised me but apparently lady gaga distanced herself from the word at first because she said she didn't hate men which mm. is not at all what feminism is mm-hmm. um so this led to the myth at the time that feminists bowed into negative stereotypes that they were gross they were ugly they were nerdy that kind of stuff right independent women were seen as like undesirable in media at the time and Let's see. So, yeah, this was a time before social media. <gasps> what? What? No Instagram? But no, this was probably the time where women were, like, the most scrutinized by the media. You had, like, tabloids. Um, I think I wrote down. Let me see. Oh, yeah. This all began a lot with Monica Lewinsky. Like, Two, two people were at play in this scenario, yeah, but, but she was the she one who took the brunt of it all. in the mud. Yeah, so tabloids ripped her apart, and this continued, like, all the way into the 2000s with Britney Spears, and we saw, we all know how that played out. Uh, man, I can't read. I can't read your handwriting. My handwriting is not that bad. Mm-hmm. But basically, this time of tabloids created a culture where belittling women was normalized. You saw, like, a lot of pictures of, like, women on the beach, and they're like, her tummy is, someone's getting a little chunky, or we caught her slipping in the bar, and it's just, like, unflattering pictures where you, like, point out every negative thing you can, Mm. when that's just, like, a normal person. 
And a lot of stereotypes reign supreme in this time. Any teen comedy from this time, you can find the popular girl, the dumb blonde, the geek, the shy girl. And there's always a story arc where someone ditches their glasses, they get a makeover, and they win over that jock. Princess Diaries. I need to rewatch that movie because I don't remember anything. Is that the first one or the second one where she slides down the stairs on a mattress? That's the second one. Okay, yeah, then I don't remember the first movie at all. What you just described. Oh, okay. (laughs) But yeah, basically this just reinforces gender roles and stereotypes. And a lot of the times, especially in these raunchy comedies from the early 2000s, women are often portrayed as overly emotional, crazy, dumb, materialistic, obsessed with diets i was like what did i write so maybe my handwriting is bad (laughs) guys and gossip and i think a good example of this would be mean girls Mm. women are seen like in cat fights they've got the burn book yeah well i mean i think also i mean mean girls was definitely like overly saturated in satire and like yeah they purposefully but you know tina fey has her yeah has her problems her problems But also, a lot, and I actually have put together a compilation as I have sent Gabby, a big, big, big thing from this time was known as the Headless Women in Hollywood epidemic. Um, You could often see, excuse me, (laughs) you could often see a poster where it's like the two main guy characters and then you see this lady, who's not even a character in the movie, mm. but she's, like, in a bikini or yeah. a low-cut top, yeah. and her tits are hanging out. Right. Yeah. And she's, like, not even a character in the movie. She's literally just used as a prop to reel people in to watch the movie. Yeah. I mean, like, I can, like, visualize, like, American Pie. Yeah. Just, like, I can visualize that poster in my yeah. brain right now. Yeah. But, I mean... I think I sent you, which you haven't seen this movie. It's a problematic fave of mine, but Dude, Where's My Car? Yeah, I don't know why I haven't, but I yeah, have not. We'll have to watch that one. But yeah, obviously in the back, like, the dudes are all in, like, normal clothes, and then two girls who actually are in the movie are, like, in bikinis. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, why do we need to do that? Yeah. The only woman on a poster in a bikini should be... Uh, Blake, what's her face in Shallows? What are you saying right now? What is that movie from like 2017? What's Ryan Reynolds' wife's name? Blake Lively. Blake Lively. When she was in that ocean movie. Oh no, that's not what I was talking about. (laughs) I was talking about House Bunny. Yes! (laughs) Yes. House Bunny did nothing wrong. Love that movie. That is one of my all-time favorite movies. And actually, a funny story from that is when I was in fifth grade, I bought an iPod Shuffle, green, still have her, and Target was running a special where they gave you a $5 gift card if you bought it. And so I went to the $5 movie section and I picked up House Money. My grandma was with, with me mm-hmm. and she was like, you want that movie? And I was like, yeah, I've seen it before. My mom. <laughs> Go mom. Go mom. That was actually the first R-rated movie I ever saw. Wow. Yeah. I can't remember which one mine is. Mm-hmm. Love House Bunny. 
But a quote I read from one of these articles. I feel so studious right now. Yeah. She did not tell me to do any homework, so. I sent you the outline. I said research. Yeah, you said research. I'm like, I don't know what she means by this. (laughs) Well, you're fine. But basically a quote I got was that these headless women signifies that our desires as women are not important and they don't even exist. And yeah, kind of like I said, women are not Where's your MLA formatting? Girl, that ain't happening. That's all the research I had time to do. Okay. So, Hall Pass. Hall Pass. As the person who just watched this movie, you want to give us the rundown? Sure. So, Hall Pass, starring Owen Wilson and Jason Sudeikis, um, revolves around women realizing that the reason why their men, their husbands are so, they desire to be unfaithful is because it's, it's not allowed. And if you actually give them the pass to be unfaithful, that they're not actually going to go through with it. Which, hello, red flag. <laughs> like, that shouldn't be, like, your train of thought. Like, your your brain shouldn't be like, oh, my husband wants to cheat on me, but only because it's, like, taboo. It should be because he's a piece of crap. Yeah. That's why. You need to get away from him. Yeah. Really. So, we also see uh, Pam... From the office. What's her name? Uh, Jenna. Jenna. Something. Jenna. I almost said Jenna Ortega. No, not 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 her. (laughs) But, um, yeah, basically, the guys get a week to do whatever they want. And then you you go with them through this week. And for whatever reason, they use, like, the law and order... Dun, dun. like to, to <laughs> announce each day which is like comes out of nowhere and it's also like has nothing to do with anything like i mean i if you know anything about me i was an svu girly i have never seen an episode i was an svu girly mom you know <laughs> i went to new york and i was like I was like, oh my god, I'm literally in Law and Order right now. You don't want to be in an episode. Oh no, definitely not. But um, <laughs> but I literally even got, like, a, I went to the NBC store and got a Law and Order Special Victims Unit shirt and everything. You don't even have that anymore. No, I've I did. I've never seen you wear that. I wore it a couple times freshman year, but I got rid of it mm. pretty shortly after. Because it was like a, a tight, long sleeve. Like, yeah. I don't wear those. Like, tight, long-sleeve, graphic t-shirt kind of thing. Nah. Mm-mm. I barely even wear my Tegan and Sarah one that we just got because I really don't like the fit of it, but... Yeah, I wish I got a bigger size than that. Oh, they didn't have it. Oh, true. Uh, anyway. Yeah, so you go through this week and you realize that they have no game. They can't pull bitches. <laughs> they are scaring <laughs> the, the hoes. No bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they are scaring the hoes, and uh, I would be scared of them too. Yeah, yeah. So um, they finally like get the chance to Jason Sudeikis, which oh my god, they had like this whole thing that they called fake munching. What they call it? I have honestly. Oh my god, liked it was like movie from my memory. It was, it was called so like f- fake munching or something, where they pretend to give cunnilingus by. Like flicking, <laughs> if we're getting a little PG thirteen <laughs> by like flicking the. <laughs> <laughs> by 
they're making like like eating noises while they're not actually eating it basically is the thing and i'm like first of all there's no way that could actually work no because even if i don't there's there's ways to tell what's a mouth and what's not okay unless you're literally the worst ever (laughs) so in in conclusion it was just they jason sudeikis character spoiler he he does end up cheating but so does his wife um which they both regret it and they've run into each other's arms i'm on that and then uh owen wilson and pam they both turned down the people that they wanted to because they realized they turned down for what that they wanted each other or whatever in conclusion bad movie terrible 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 movie and i mean the whole thing is is like oh my wife i've i've married her and it's been like 20 years the old ball and chain the old ball and chain and she's had children and now she's ugly and i'm not attracted to her she's all loose put in an extra stitch in there didn't they actually say that or something in the movie? I've definitely heard that. I've in a movie. heard that in a movie recently. Um, have you seen Forty Year Old Virgin? I have. Yeah, not a fan. I kind of love Forty Year Old Virgin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did not like this movie. I watched it freshman year, so I honestly don't really remember much other than the waxing scene. Yeah, but I just no. I mean, I feel like what Forty Year Old Virgin had was like. I mean, all these movies have, like, the dorky guy that shouldn't get the girl, but he ends up getting the girl kind of thing. And actually, that was one of the articles I read was Judd Apatow's men character. Always, like, dorky, not really anything going for them, and these women always fall for them. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It wasn't, like, my favorite movie. Yeah. Honestly, if we're talking about, like, favorite movies with Seth Rogen? No. Paul Rudd? No. Leslie Mann? The main person from 40-year-old Steve Carell? Steve Carell. <laughs> uh, in the sense of like, I love uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Well, no. That's, that's mine. That's kind of um, the opposite direction of oh, where we're going. Oh, my bad, my bad. Um, in the same kind of universe of like, love stupid goofy crazy stupid love oh well i watched it it was okay well that's i honestly think that movie's kind of overhyped i didn't think any i didn't hear anything much of it oh well it's like everywhere well i think that's like a good balance of like weird quirky guy but also like different stories i don't know (laughs) i don't know i'm off off topic but, um, yeah, also uh, kind of in the sense of Judd Apatow, it's Paul Rudd's character in that movie, and I just want to strangle that man. He's, like, such an asshole to his wife. Mm. And then there's, like, the whole scene where he's, like, playing fantasy f- baseball, question mark, or football? Baseball was in, uh... This is Knocked Up that I'm talking about. Oh, and... In- where did you so? Why you didn't say you were switching up to knocked up? I said in the same sense of Judd Apatow because he directed. Yeah, but you didn't Virgin. say knocked up. Well, anyways, was it baseball or football? Baseball. Okay, he was joining a fantasy baseball league to get away from his wife for a couple hours, and like they never even resolved anything. No, it was just like, 
yeah they, they in the end they end up back together and they're happy but nothing like nothing changed. nothing was said no. nothing changed no. like there was nothing redeemable about his character at all a lot of i feel like these early 2000 movies make like they show the conflict and it was almost like the wife finds the resolution or the wife gives up something to create like mm-hmm. a peaceful ground and the and man gives up nothing nothing, nothing has changed or they give up end. something so like minute and it's except like except really? for seth rogan and knocked up he bought that apartment he changed his little man child ways i love that movie okay <laughs> um american pie the, literally the only thing I remember from American Pie is him having sex with the pie and Jennifer Coolidge. So, you're forgetting a good important part when he has the foreign exchange student over at his house. Oh! And he's literally, like, yep. live casting yep. this girl to all his friends. Yep. Forgot. Forgot about that. Like, literally who acts like that that is gross who goes to a house and is like, like let, me let me get completely undressed right now and totally naked and just like and look around your room yeah. while i'm totally naked like no girl yeah. if anything if i'm i'm at somebody's house i'll go change in the bathroom yeah or or like you know, you know when you like take your bra off underneath your shirt, or like take a undershirt off underneath your shirt. That's that's the kind of energy real women have. Yeah. Or like if you're or, anything like me, who had to do quick changes in dance, you just know how to switch yeah. it out. Yeah, that's that's such a girly culture thing. Like <laughs> even for color guard, when I was in color guard, like each of us were like, "All right, this is my corner. I'm changing." Yep. There was oh my god. Rest in peace, Mr. Amaya. One time he accidentally walked in on us. And oh. I was like, hey. Hey. Hope you didn't see nothing, sir. It's as you were. Not as you were. <laughs> but yeah, I think I've never seen any of the spinoffs of American Pie. Nope. But from the posters alone, I can tell. Yeah, it's just. I can tell. This Ready? one time at band camp? Isn't that that movie? Hmm. I told you what I remember from that movie. Yeah. We watched that recently. All right. Now, in in complete comparison, almost in that same universe, but a little bit more girl bossy is stuff like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Never seen it. What? Mm-mm. What? I've never seen it. It's so good. It's because, like, as you were saying, like, they these movies never show women, like, doing their job, blah, blah, blah. And I I love this movie because we see her struggling with the fact that she wants to write some more meaningful things um, in the magazine, but being forced to how to diet, how to look skinny, how to make a guy fall in love with you. So she like completely twisted it on his head and it's like, well, how to make a guy not want to be with you for 10 days. Yeah. while still simultaneously falling for the guy. But, um, but yeah, I love that movie. Silly Goofy. I remember, I think, <laughs> just like how you mentioned $5 Target movies, we one time bought a 
a movie at Walmart that was four different oh, Matthew McConaughey those. movies. I love when they just put like 50 movies in one. <laughs> yeah, so it was like uh, Ghosts of Girlfriends Pass, uh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, Fool's Gold. I can't remember the fourth one. I haven't one. seen any of these movies. What are you talking Never. about? So my mom was not a chick flick lady. Like, we just did, okay, I would force her to because we'd go to Redbox. Okay, but I'm talking, we're talking about these, well, most of these movies I've seen as an adult, but those yeah. specifically, Matthew McConaughey just, no, it's different. Like, I would specifically ask my mom, like, can we see this movie? But most of the time she wouldn't, like, seek those out. So I think now as an adult, I'm, like, catching up on a lot of these, which is why I've seen so many of these, like, raunchy comedies in the last couple years is because I absolutely was not allowed to watch them growing up. Um, But kind of in the same realm, I guess, from what you're saying from that, The Devil Wears Prada. Mm -hmm. Girl boss. Girl boss to the max. Why did she end up with that man? Yeah. He had absolutely nothing going for her. He didn't even want her career to take off. No. Makes no sense. What other movie were we watching where it's like, why did they have a relationship? Um, I don't know. I feel like it was recent. I'm gonna think about While it. you're thinking on that, I'll get into The Hot Chick. Because I know you haven't seen that movie. Mm. But basically, it's kind of like Freaky. You watched Freaky, right? Like the Freaky Friday one? The newest one that came no. out. Really? Oh, no. Okay, well, anyways. Basically, this, like, really stuck-up girl, um like, trades bodies with this guy who's, like, on the run from the police or something. And I've kind of wiped this movie from my memory because the whole thing is just, like, every stereotype about women to the extreme, like, oh, my God, let's go make out with each other and da-da-da-da-do, blah-blah-blah-blah. And I also remember it being, like, incredibly racist. Yeah, because this one girl, like, she was adopted, and she was Asian, and they, like, really played into that. Like, overkill was bad. But also, I know you haven't seen this one, but not another teen movie. Mm. What do you have to say, Forty? Yeah? And then what? Oh, Oh, she got shy. Okay. But Not Another Teen Movie is basically, this was a huge thing. Can you hush? It's not your turn to talk. Oh my goodness. (laughs) She's got a lot to say tonight, y'all. But this was a big thing that was in the early 2000s, and honestly, it kind of went away. I think in the early 2010s was the movies, like disaster movie or scary movie Mm -hmm. where it kind of like takes all the tropes from these movies and puts them into one and like just makes a bunch of references to popular movies and stuff so not another teen movie with our man chris evans of all people it really really plays into everything and it's just like it watching it and like i think i watched it like two years ago Watching it today is just kind of like, ooh, this did not age well at yeah. all. Nah, I can't find it, but it's whatever. Yeah. You seen Anchorman? No. I have not. Yeah. I didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. It's it's definitely one of those. I, I qualify them as, like, frat boy movies. Like, yep. Anchorman. Anchorman, Step Brothers. Yep. Any sort of Will Ferrell movie. Yeah. 
They just, like, worship that shit. And it's just not that funny. No. Even if it were to be funny, it's like, I almost don't want to laugh because you think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, like, oh. Okay, I was just making sure this was still recording. But I want to say one of the, like, quote-unquote jokes from the movie was, like, you're a woman, I don't listen to you. Like, I think she's one of the anchors. I could totally be making that up right now. But what other movies did you watch this week? That were like, oh, okay. I literally said it all in the beginning. I know, I already forgot. This is going to be a little bit of a short episode, y'all, because I'm sleepy. I got up at 3.30 this morning. Oh. That's it. Oh, dang. Yeah. Um, our questions. Yeah, our questions. Let's see. Because I... Farty. You're in the way right now, girly. Okay, our first question comes from Bestie Calvin. And he says, what was your favorite childhood movie? If your answer isn't Sky High, you are lying. That's a good question. Because I got... A lot of childhood movies. Yeah, one, I didn't one grow thing... up with Wi-Fi for a while at my mom's house specifically, so we have a selection of movies that I watched religiously, and, and I could same for me. Yeah, yeah, I could probably quote most of them. I have a good collection of them that hadn't been thrown away. St- right now, I'm staring at them as we speak, and I feel like we should do something funky one week. Whenever mm. I'm like free from work in May, just like sit down. And maybe pick, like, ten or mm-hmm. something like that of each of our movies and then, like, watch them and then have, like, a discussion, a discussion that about be that. Funny. Because, yeah. But I have Sky High. She um, does. I used to own Sky High, and unfortunately I gave it away to Goodwill. And this actually greatly upset my mom yeah. because she loves that movie. From some of the ones I'm looking at right now, um, Thunderbirds fave childhood movie i've never seen it so freaking good not the animated one guys not the puppets the live action zathura okay mulan mulan 2 boo no i hate no i no i don't know stop asian hate this is not asian hate (laughs) i just don't like it it. (laughs) um the muppets of can we get into hold on hold on (gasps) The Muppets of Oz. Yes, Slay. The Master of Disguise. (laughs) (laughs) A problematic fave of Gabby's. of course. Unfortunately, Um, I've had to see that one. The Rocky and Bullwinkle movie, Mm -hmm. for sure. I I haven't seen My Favorite Martian in a while, but... Never seen it. So good. What else is in here? Um, sorry to burst your bubble, Calvin, but Sky High... El Dorado! I've never seen it. Emperor's new groove. <laughs> but um, Sky High is definitely a fave, but it's not the favorite. When I saw that you had asked this question, I the immediate one that came straight into my head was Chicken Run. Yeah. I love Chicken Run. And I don't know what it is about my brain, but something about when it just shows like how something works... Or, like, there's, like, a mechanical scene or something like that. Like, those are my favorites from when I was a kid. And there's one scene she in... She said how it's made. Literally. There's one scene in Chicken Run where they have to go through Mrs. Tweety's pie machine. Mm-hmm. And when I was little, I would just put that on 
just for that scene. I would go straight to the scene selection movie, put on that scene, watch it, done, good to go. Um, I'd say another one is like uh, Shark Tale. Love Shark Tale. And I had my sister had a baby, and And the baby lost his arms, and and it's it's fairly happy. Uh, I have I have Shark Tales in Spanish. It's called. <laughs> what the heck is this? <laughs> El... She don't even know. What? El Espanta Tiburones. <laughs> oh, El Espanta Tiburones isn't even translated to Shark Tales. It's translated to the. The guy who scares the sharks, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was like, what does this say? Because that doesn't mean tails. <laughs> Another favorite of mine is Annie. But this is the one with um, Tim Curry in it. I watch that so much. And then obviously, obviously, Coraline. Yeah. Literally have a Coraline tattoo. And let me do one more. I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm like seeing all my DVDs in my head right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a Aristocats. Mm. Mm-hmm. I was a big Monsters Inc. girly. Oh out my of all god! The Monsters. I was definitely a Monsters Inc. girly. Wally. Wally. I've watched Wally good. like twenty thousand times. There's some like, you know, there's some like childhood movies that like i separate my childhood movies obviously into like different age sections Mm -hmm. because i would i would definitely say like at certain points in my life i had different favorites or like different ones that meant different things to me yeah you know i asked my mom because what did you say was the first movie you saw the um rugrats movie Mm. because i i went and asked my mom after that because i was like what was my first movie i ever saw and she didn't exactly know so fake fan fake fan and she said i think it was finding nemo oh which i would have been two but the one memory i do know because she's told me is apparently when i saw toy story 2 i think i would have been like two when that came out lord and she said i was just sitting there in front of the tv during jesse's song and had these big fat tears just rolling down my face yeah it was sad i would do hey no but i mean first movie i don't think it's like the first first like movie movie but at least the first movie i went to see at a movie theater i don't remember mine well because like venezuela was different when it came to movies we got movies way later than yeah. the rest I of like everybody. an american yeah. release what happened for Oh my goodness. Yesterday, yesterday, I just want to say, yesterday I was on the couch for a significant amount of time, because sometimes I do that after, like, a long day, and we took, uh, we took a good nap together, and then she would come on my lap, and, (laughs) come into my lap. (laughs) (laughs) She would sit on my lap, and then, uh, I would, like, shift. And then she would, like, run away, scurry as she does. And then, mm-hmm. like, five minutes later, she would come back. And then she would scurry again at some point. And then she would come. She just periodically She's came so and goofy. left and came and left. When I took my nap this afternoon, I was laying on my stomach. And she came and literally sat right on my back. 
and she stayed right there the whole time I took my nap. And Stink was with you too. Yeah, little Stink. Also, happy birthday to Stink. Happy birthday to Stink. Happy birthday, Stinkle Stinky. Stinky, Stinky, Stinky. Stink turned three years old on Thursday. Wow. Wednesday. Don't even know. The 29th, Wednesday. Um, I literally only remembered when my vet sent me an email about it. Fake fan. I know, I'm sorry. I know Pharaoh's birthday. I know when I got Stink, but I got him when he was already... Now, yeah, cause it, yeah, I got him in uh, July, so he was like five months already. So, mm. um, yeah, but Stinky turned three. He's such Aww. a big boy. Hopefully, he starts becoming, you know, like how old cats they just start to chill out. I don't see it. That man is out of control. No, Stink, please. He already he he has two eyebrows. He has like very prominent white whiskers <laughs> that you know show a lot. On his uh, all black face. All black face. Stink and- does black face? <laughs> no, canceled. But he gets two whiskers over his eyes that look like eyebrows. And every once in a while, he'll lose like one and he'll have like uneven <laughs> he just looks eyebrows. So goofy. But lately, he's had the one that he's lost growing back and it looks good because now it's growing back. But now the other one is gone. <laughs> so now he just, it's going to keep being uneven. Poor guy. Here. Damn, that wind is blowing. Yeah. So we have like severe weather right here. And if you follow the Iggy, you can see that uh, we are a little late this week because I was flying back to D.C. And also we were under tornado watches last night. Literally went to sleep with tornado sirens going off, which... I don't like that. That's scary. Well, and people were just so chill about it. Yeah, I told I told Maddie how you had a tornado watch yesterday, and she was like, "She's from Texas," and she yeah. was like, "Oh, now now Chloe got gets to live in my what we used to deal with all the time in Texas." Yeah, no, tornadoes are one of my biggest fears. Did not enjoy, but anyways, our last question because again, y'all are lame. Didn't ask us any questions comes from Bestie Max, mm-hmm. who says, You watched the Chris Chan documentary yet? The answer is yes, I have! I'm good. Um, me and Max, it's that Aries. It's mm-hmm. that Aries brainwave link. You wouldn't understand. Mm-hmm. We are so alike. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I started watching the Chris Chan documentary, which, for those of you who don't know... Um, <laughs> it's like 30 parts. How much? Girl, like 60? we're on 74 right God now. Damn. Another part just came out today. I haven't watched it yet. And um, basically, it's on Gino Samuels' YouTube channel. And this is the most documented person in the history because of the in internet. History. <laughs> in the history of the world. Because um, they basically have just been on the internet since like the 90s posting lots of videos everything and it literally just follows chris chan's life all the way up we're in like 2018 i want to say right now so we haven't even gotten up to the present but it just shows you like what happened up to this point to make chris chan like they are this is a real person chris chan is currently in jail right now 
for um, sexually assaulting his mom. And Christian does use she, her pronouns, but unfortunately I do not respect pronouns of people who do horrible things like that. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little... I have no thoughts. <laughs> yeah, no thoughts. But yeah, I've shown Gabby a couple clips um, of that before. Remember the amulet? No, I've de- I don't. De- yeah, no, I've seen some parts. I think I would just be. Nah, I don't. I'm. I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't it, care. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm, it's a I lot. feel like I'd just be cringing a lot, and then I. I don't know. There's some. There's definitely some bits where I'm like. Yeah, I don't need to learn this information. Yeah. Um, Orange Crush. Did I tell you about that? I don't think so. Yeah, and I would not like to discuss that on the podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's a little it's a little much. So yes, I, I have watched the Chris Chan documentary and yes, I am I'm very caught up on that. All in the know. Um yeah. It's a good time. <laughs> And every time I think about it, I just think about, I think it was, yeah, it was August of 2021 when I started watching that. And I, I would watch it in the morning before I got, when I was getting ready for work. So I could just hear that. What made her this way? Yeah. What is it that, da 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 da? No, I, I remember like watching some clips sometimes you'd have it on, like if I got home. And I remember like sometimes me and you know who would come home and we would just like sit there and watch it with you and we'd be like Chloe what the hell do you got on yeah 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 I love how I didn't name drop him like I didn't name drop him like the first step yeah yeah I'm just we're just gonna keep it I'm just petty so Gabby you gave us what you were watching any other content are you still watching better call doodlebop yeah I'm on the fifth season now which is when not, it's not really a spoiler, but when it, it's when he starts going by Saul Goodman, so it's it's getting to, his like... His name isn't even Saul? No. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Jimmy McGill. What? And he goes by Saul Goodman because it's it's all good, man. Walter White wouldn't have been nothing without me. You know, those it's, edits. It's all good, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. That's the best thing I've ever heard. And I just learned that uh, Bob Odenkirk was originally supposed to be earlier in the Breaking Bad series, but you had to do uh, How I Met Your Mother, which I didn't know I didn't he even was know even he was on, on that, that show or whatever. I don't know what he was doing on it. Uh, but that's the reason why they created uh, Mike's character, Mike Ehrman Trout. Um, and it, it's pretty interesting to think, because like, I couldn't even imagine the show without... Mike's character, and to think he was just like added on like right before. Me, no, no. I know you, no, no, but it's kind of crazy. Yeah, as I said, I have not had time. Oh my lord, what is that? So bad. (laughs) I haven't even. I don't know how we used to sit on this floor for hours before we got a couch. This thing is uncomfy. Uncomfy. I haven't even. As I said, I haven't had time to like. Even watch a movie. I haven't even. I haven't I, even I had just, time to I watch Warders. So you well, definitely watch. Well, I'm getting today. into that. I'm getting into that. So yeah, basically, I've been watching on YouTube. Um. Uh, I watched the iceberg of infamous Tumblr blogs. Apparently, um, Cody Co. button videos, 
lots and lots and lots of my good old interrogation videos. Uh, yeah. The Rock Doc. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, yeah, so today when I got home, I took a big fat nap. Tomorrow's Palm Sunday. I took a fat nap. And, cause I, girl, I needed that. I really needed that. And so, afterwards, I couldn't fall asleep anymore. So, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch a movie. Now, me, I haven't watched a movie in over a week, which is unheard of. Art, you look so funny right now. But it's unheard of, really. And so, what did I watch? I watched the Trolls movie. Iconic. Have you ever seen the Trolls movie? Of course. Oh, I'd never seen it before. Of course. Listen, when you're in a- Singing killed my grandma, Okay. Because Siggy killed my grandma. <laughs> Listen, when you grow up... I once had an uncle who broke his neck from tap dancing. <laughs> <laughs> when you grow up in, like, the dance world where everything revolved around Justin Timberlake's dance, dance, dance. Like, I don't like Justin Timberlake. I, Problematic opinion, I don't like him. I don't like anything he does now. But if you put on the 2020 album, if you put on... Anything. As long as I got my suit, it's hot. Baby, don't be bumping about. If you put on, uh. Like I'm a mirror. Oh, just that whole mirror blue ocean floor. Lord. Mm. Throw my ass back to blue ocean Whoa. floor. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I haven't even had time to listen to podcasts this week. I don't. I don't know. No. Um. With it being the first of the month, a thing about me is I make a playlist every single month of just 100 songs, and so I'm going to hit shuffle on my April playlist and give you the first five songs that come up Turn for that me. volume down. Yeah, I did, I did. Okay. We don't want to get, okay. we don't make money, but we don't want to get demonetized, you know? Demonetized before the monetize. Yeah. Alright, so my first song coming up is Love Language by Arianka Grande. (laughs) (laughs) And actually, I was listening to that song at the airport today, and that song just continues to smack almost three years later. The next one is Dare by Gorilla. It's Dare. That's on Just Dance 1. What did I tell (laughs) y'all? What did I tell y'all? And actually, that was another thing I wanted to talk about on the Trolls movie is tell me why they were singing Clint Eastwood in that movie. (laughs) It was so funny. Oh, my mom just texted me. Hey, I love you. I didn't even know it was 10 o'clock at night. Sorry. The next one is Yuck. Best in the whole Crash album, I'll be honest. Literally. Um, Yuck by Charlie XCX smacks i've been really into the crash album lately again she should have been nominated for a grammy she, she did what she had should've to do woulda haters the next one is oh courtship dating by crystal castles i played you this song i don't remember i was obsessed with this song like a month ago obsessed obsessed and my last one is I can't do that because I've already done it before. It's A&W by Lana Del Rey. Give me another one. 
Give me just a little bit more. Little bit of excess. Oh me, oh my. I don't want to hear no, no more. I don't want to. Yes, yes. Oh me, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I love the little mini concerts. <laughs> um, it's Excess by Rina Sawayama, which is in John Wick 4, which I need to go see. We need to go see it. I really want to watch the, I've only seen the first John Wick, so I need to watch the second and third before I go see this one. Mm-hmm. Gabby, give us some singity song songs. All right. Um, I promise I'm not depressed, but Faye Webster has just been hitting different recently. She's just, she's doing it for me. Um, Hurts Me Too. Wow. That is a, that is a song. Uh, what else? Pearl by Mitski. A Pearl by Mitski. Yeah, I'm really into currently just like I'm really loving like the thing with Faye Webster is that it can easily turn into like folk country and mm-hmm. it's like I don't want to go that far. Um but I've been into like styles like that or like kind of like funky, like jazzy. I love uh, Mirage by Orion Sun has been a good bop. I just like I lately I've just been liking like things to kind of just wiggle around with. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncle Jazz by Men I Trust. Jiggling the ah! whoa, jiggling it, wiggling, freaky and, uh, booty to the beat to the cutie so belligerent. No religion, just bump the feet up. You be reborn, jiggling Oh, feels like I'm falling in love. Is that what the song is called? I don't know, girl. She don't know. Hold on, I'm finding it. Funding it. Oh, yeah. Scanning. By, um... Reading. Victoria Monet, We Might Even Be Falling in Love. It's criminal how short that song is. Mm. It's so good. Y'all, just go listen. I've been really into a combination of hyper-pop and then, like, angry 90s rock music like pj harvey yeah that's pretty much it that's it yeah well 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 we've reached the end of another episode just got a follow by homestead brow artist i don't live in homestead girly i thought you were talking about homestuck no (laughs) (laughs) that's another time that's an another story for another time you know that one i'll do i'll do research on homestuck i would love to maybe we can have milo on the podcast we say hey milo come on you want to guest on the podcast you know about the sharpie story no i will save i will save that for if we do homestuck i don't know anything about it but anyways i knew about that sharpie story ew what is that what was that i don't know Anyways, we're going to wrap things up here. Ew. Do you see what it did to my iPad? Ew. What the hell? Boy, what the hell, boy? Boy, what the hell, boy? Okay, we've got to go to bed. I need to take a shower and go to sleep. Anyways, you can find the Pod Pod on Haters Film Club at on um on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> find you bestie gabby um you can find me at curly femme f-e-m-m-e on instagram and letterboxd 
and you can find me on both of those platforms at C-H-L-O-E underscore R-M-E-R-C-I-E-R. And, uh, yeah, we'll be back. Yeah, next time, we didn't plan to use, we didn't use the microphone today because I, I thought Chloe was going to be gone for, like, another yeah, week or I something. I didn't think I'd be back this yeah, soon, to be so honest. Yeah, so I didn't, like, figure out how to actually use it to record because we got to use my computer for it. And it was just like, whatever. We'll just, whatever. Yeah. But next week, we're going to sound profesh. Crisp. Yeah. You're going to hear every CP. <laughs> Excuse me? I just need to say this story. It's completely unrelated. It's not even my story either. One time. She is holding my hand <laughs> like a microphone right one now. One time, <laughs> my, my manager had said something like, I gotta pee. And then my coworker Kelly said something like, just to like be funny, like say another letter of the alphabet. They go, I gotta see. And then they were like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> that one took me a minute. Yeah, that was funny. So I just needed to say that. All right. Oh yeah, I learned. Uh, Can you shut up? Wait, I learned a phrase in Italian. <laughs>